CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to WDW Radio Live and the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello from WDWRadio.com. We are coming to you live from the Earl of Sandwich and Once Upon a Toy here in downtown Disney at Walt Disney World. Today is still Wednesday, August 29th, 2012. Uh, I want to welcome all of you who are watching live or watching via YouTube or www.radio.com. I want to thank all of you who are here literally live. Scott Otis, happy birthday. You'd, thank you. Thank you day over 54. Thank you. So yeah, we, uh, we're going to talk about this week's Walt Disney World news in a live, interactive format. Going to watch those of you who are chatting in the box. If any of you guys have anything to contribute, feel free to bark it out as well. So let's start off, um, we're going to start off by moving forward. We are going to, as Walt says, and I am want to quote, we are going to keep moving forward because Walt Disney World just announced they have a new Segway tour coming to Epcot beginning on September 17th, and it's called Keep Moving Forward, See the World, Share the Dream Segway Tour. It's going to be a three-hour tour, like, you know, the, the infamous three-hour tour. It's going to include a Segway training lesson, breakfast at Sunshine Seasons, an in-depth tour of World Showcase, and an exclusive Disney pin. It's $99 per person, ages 16 and up, and it's going to be uh, a little bit longer than some of the earlier uh, Segway tours of World Showcase. There's going to be a lot more in-depth storytelling uh, of all the countries in the world showcase a lot more content about the heritage and the culture uh, some of the enhanced technology they're going to have some whisper units so you can actually hear your guide without being uh, right behind them um, and again breakfast of sunshine seasons and the pin uh, if you had er originally booked the um, the future world the original tour you'll automatically be rolled into the new tour when it starts september 17th uh, i think we've done a couple of the segway tours in the past i've done the off-road tour at Fort Wilderness, and we've done one of the uh, the experimental Segway tours at Epcot. So I think I need to try this one. I'm really looking forward to um, the experience because I like the fact that it's going to be much more in-depth, that there's a lot of storytelling. It's not just about the Segway, but it's about a, a tour of World Showcase. And at $99, and it involves breakfast. So as long as it has breakfast, it involves food, so I'm all over it. Um, breakfast on a Segway. And hey, listen, if you're an annual pass holder or DVC member, you get a 15% discount. Um, so some people in the box are saying they are uh, looking forward to this. The Segways are on-road. These are not the off-road Segways. And they're very, very, I mean, we saw in five minutes, you get you get a Segway lesson first before you get started. You're able to pick it up very easily. And it, it you know, it sort of follows your will very easily um, as long as Glenn doesn't crash into the China Pavilion again. Um, over in Fantasyland, we know uh, Fantasyland getting ready to open on November 19th for soft openings with the official opening on December 6th. Disney just released some um, concept art for the Ariel meet and greet. You can obviously see Ariel in mermaid form. She's going to be seated on a giant seashell throne. She's no longer just on a rock the way she used to be over at Ariel's Grotto. This is going to be located within a, the base of the cliffs uh, where Prince Eric's castle sits but it's going to be separate and apart from the Under the Sea journey of the Little Mermaid attraction. This is also going to de debut on November 19th with the uh, official opening on December 6th. But the uh, the big news this week, as we talk about things that are coming, things are refurbishing, things are being changed, is over in Epcot, as Disney had a, uh, a live chat with Disney Imagineer Melissa, Melissa Jeslinek. Jess Jess 
and she talked Jess, Melissa, it rolls right off the tongue. Melissa Jesslinick with Melissa, the Imagineer, and she talked a lot about what is gonna be coming to the test track in terms of changes, and she really went sort of beginning to end, and also uh, released some of the uh, concept art as well too. She talked about how in the queue, the experience really begins there. Uh, the entire attraction is completely reimagined. She said, it's like nothing our guests are used to seeing. It's gonna introduce guests to the Chevrolet automotive design process from how it starts with the line and ends with the cars that you end up driving uh, on the road every day. They're gonna have actual items, uh, car parts, sketches, real cars, and obviously models from GM that have never been seen before by people outside the Chevrolet family. They're changing the entire sort of story as it goes from telling you about testing all the way out to design. There's gonna be a single rider line and fast pass, just like there was before. It's gonna give you an expedited queue experience, but it sounds like you're not gonna to want to miss a lot of what is going on in the queue. And the reason why is because while the track is gonna remain completely identical, uh, everything really sort of changes beginning in the queue because here, you're gonna custom design your own concept vehicle. That design's gonna follow you into the ride, Again, it's still the same physical ride, uh, but you're gonna ride sort of in a simulation car. And as you move through the space inside the, the test track building, the, your design is gonna sort of be placed on top of your car. Not exactly sure how that's gonna happen. And you're also gonna be scored in four different areas, capability, efficiency, responsiveness, and speed. So when you first walk in, you're gonna have this interactive design kiosk, again, starting from the simple line, the way cars are uh, designed at GM. You're gonna shape your vehicle, add different attributes to it from the colors, the tires, make it sort of your dream car. I can only imagine what your dream car looks like. <laughs> and everybody in the car, all six passengers, are gonna have their own ride design. So you're not gonna be married to what everybody else in the car wants to do. And as you move through those four groups, you're gonna see how your design stacked up against all those things, capability, efficiency, responsiveness, and scene, and, um, and speed. Um, capability, your cars will be tested for rough road and weather conditions. Efficiency is going to test your car's environmental footprint. Responsiveness is going to test maneuverability. And of course, your speed is going to be tested, obviously, when you get outside on that 65 mile per hour bank. Uh, in the post-show area, you're also going to be, uh, you're going to find out about what your score is. And you're going to have sort of a competitive aspect, not just with the people who are in your car, but with other guests that day. So things are a Toy Story mania. They're going to sort of have, I guess, like a leaderboard to see who sort of designed the most efficient, dynamic, responsive car that's there. You're also going to be able to take that design and interact with it in other interactive elements as, as well. There's also going to be uh, concept art cars, photo ops, and uh, Chevrolet cars as well, too. Uh, an entirely new musical score is being designed. It's going to be very futuristic. I don't know what that means. And it's going to complement the attraction and also add some cool sound effects as well, too. You saw in some of the concept here, uh, a lot of people are analogizing this look to a very Tron-like feel to it with the dark color. You know, it's not a traditional dark ride, but it's gonna be, you know, very black with a lot of the bright blues and the neons and things like that. So my question for you in the box and for you out here is, based on what you've been seeing about this test track concept art and what they're doing, you know, what do you think about this? What do you think about the new theming? What do you think about the added level of interactivity that they're putting onto it. Um, people are asking, are you gonna be able to sort of take that experience home the way you can do with something like Some of All Thrills? Are they gonna extend that? Or like a mission space where you're able to maybe do things with people who may be playing online 
because we're seeing that happening, right? We're seeing that in-park experience being transferred back to the home. It's gonna begin before you get here with booking your fast passes and booking your ADRs. And now with Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, you're taking that in-park experience and you're gonna bring it back with you. It would be interesting if they're able to do that for attractions like this as well too. Thoughts, comments, commentary, future groom? So when Test Track went down, were you excited? Were you disappointed? Did you feel it needed a refurb? Or did you like it just the way it was? I, I was disappointed. I, I liked it. You were a Test Track fan. But does the, um, does the possibility of what this future attraction gonna bring, and again, these different elements to it, sort of get you excited? Yeah, definitely. I, and I like, you know, we're, we're talking about sort of getting Epcot back to its core roots of future technology and showcasing some of these things. And I think that's what this is gonna do because that's what this attraction is all about. It's not the current test simulators that GM uses, it's what the future is going to be and you getting to experience what the process is like and what it may continue to, to grow into uh, in the future. The, the news sort of suggests an issue right away. Like, so we don't know what that really means, having uh, interactivity. How right. six people in one vehicle can all have a unique experience. Right. So it's be interesting to see how that comes in, because right away, how Everybody much, goes, how, how they much gonna is do it going to slow down the queue because you got to stop and design your... Well, I think it might not slow down the queue, but I think what happens now is, you know, it's becoming the queueless queue. You forget that you're waiting in line because you're doing something else, whether it's simple like your kids playing in The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh or Soarin', Space Mountain, where you're playing a game, or some of the other attractions where the queue experience kind of goes away like a Dumbo, where now you're not waiting in a physical line, you're doing something else, and you forget that you're waiting, especially because you're in the air conditioning. Because um, in Horizons, one person overpowered the other people, so if you made a choice, right. you lost out. That's why I rode alone. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I rode. But, and, and if you, you know, we saw Radiator Springs Racers, where uh, it's a sort of random, you can either go to Luigi or go to Ramon, Everybody sees that transformation that takes place on the car, whether you get the white wall tires, you get the new paint job. So it will be interesting to see because there's nothing about having individual screens or anything like that. So right, how is that experience gonna change individually? It'll be interesting to see. It will definitely be interesting to see. Um, there is no specific opening date that's been given. They are talking about it being late fall. Um, obviously hoping that it'll be ready in time for the holiday season. So again, with November 19th, you've got Fantasyland opening. Sometime around there, you've got Test Track reopening. You've got a lot of exciting things coming to the parks for the holiday season. But what I would love to do is I'd love to hear from you who are watching live or on YouTube or on the blog. What do you think about this Test Track redesign? You've seen some of the concept art. You've seen uh, these icons. They're sort of very reminiscent of the original Epcot icons. Again, we're sort of moving forward by moving backwards. I love this. Like I, I love the fact that you've got these recognizable icons attached to this attraction. So are you excited for it? Are you excited? Are you looking forward to see whatever um, this new test track is gonna look like? Please leave your comments in uh, either in YouTube or on the blog below. Uh, be sure to join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for WW Radio Live. A couple of quick reminders too. Make sure you also check out the blog and the podcast. This week I have an interview with Tony Baxter. One of my dream interviews. I finally got to meet Tony Baxter and interview him. The only thing that wrong, that's wrong with that interview is there wasn't enough time. And if the interview was eight hours long, I would have said, you know what's wrong with the interview? There wasn't enough time. But I had a blast and Tony was uh, great sharing stories about uh, his journey and his story in Imagineering, working on attractions like 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, 
uh, Star Tours, Indiana Jones, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, and we also talk a little bit about what the future of the Disney parks may be, as well as uh, the current state with things like Radiator Springs Racers and this level of interactivity that we're talking about. Also, too, be sure to check out the video page and the blog. I posted a new video this week, five snacks under $5 in Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Uh, it was, I must tell you, it was a lot of fun. And yes, to answer your question, I did eat all of that in a single day. That was pretty much done in a two or three hour span. And I took a really, really long nap when I was all done with that. Um, what else? A couple of things, quick reminders. We're just under 30 days before our e-ticket event and evening at the American Adventures Club. There are just a few tickets still available. We we're actually able to get in just a couple more seats. So if you are interested in coming, visit the events page over at wdwradio.com. Uh, I know I'm missing so much more, but that's okay. Check out the site, check out the blog. We've got a lot of great contributors posting new content every day. You can also subscribe for free, get updates delivered to your inbox every morning. Nothing up like waking up with a little bit of WW Radio. That's what I do every morning. Probably not, but that's okay. So uh, with that, I want to thank you guys for coming out tonight. I want to thank all of you who are watching in the box. Be sure and join us every week at wdwradiolive.com. And please comment below. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Segway Tour, the aerial meet and greet, and more specifically, the uh, updated test track attraction coming very, very soon. I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio. Thanks again for watching. See ya.